Somebody said, after one night here, I've decided that Nashville is the love child of New Orleans and Vegas if they had a one night stand in the middle of a field. <laughs> Who are these people? Overheard Nashville. Overheard That's in Nashville. So funny. Um, the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 415. Theodore Roosevelt coined the phrase good to the last drop after drinking a cup of locally produced coffee in Nashville at the Maxwell House Hotel. But is it as good as crema? I'm super excited to have Chase as the sponsor of today's show because if you've been following us for any length of time, you know that Chase has been my favorite credit card company ever since I started learning how to use travel rewards points way back in 2011. The Chase card that I've recommended for beginners just getting started has been the Chase Sapphire Preferred card. It's been that way for years, and it's still my favorite card for beginners. The best part about the Chase Sapphire Preferred card is that it earns you Chase Ultimate Rewards points, which you can transfer to a host of great partners like United, Southwest, and Hyatt, or you can use directly through Chase Ultimate Rewards and book any flight, hotel, or car rental with no blackout dates. It's an absolute no-brainer. If you're looking to get started in earning travel rewards points, the Chase Sapphire Preferred is the card you need to get. To check out more information on all the great perks of the Sapphire Preferred card, plus the other great offerings from Chase, you can go to creditcards.com epop and see all of my favorites. To be totally transparent, we do receive compensation from Chase as a sponsor, but all these opinions are my opinions only, and you know I'd only ever recommend something that I absolutely love and use myself, like Chase. So head on over to creditcards.com slash epop and see all of my favorites. Last month, I got to go back to Nashville, one of my favorite cities in the US, and it was my first solo trip without any kids and without Heather. And I also traveled super light. I brought just one backpack, my Tortuga set out backpack, and I absolutely love the feeling of traveling that light with just one bag. So we are big proponents of traveling with just a carry-on no matter where you're going, whether it be Nashville or Nepal. And uh, I got to do that on this last trip, and it is it's a sense of freedom, and you're not weighed down by anything. So if you're looking to travel light, to just bring a carry-on with you, the backpack we recommend, Tortuga Backpacks, you can check them out by going to tortugabackpacks.com slash epop. And if you use that special link, tortugabackpacks.com slash epop, you will also get 10% off your order, no matter what you order, when you check out. So make sure you go over there by going to tortugabackpacks.com slash epop, and you'll get 10% off. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who hopefully will be sleeping in the belly of an elephant with me soon, my wife and constant <laughs> travel companion, Heather. I had no idea that you were going to say that, and that's very weird. 
that's you're a very weird person. <laughs> I am a weird person, but you should at least explain why it's not as weird as it seems. So there's a hotel on the Jersey Shore called well, Lucy it, the Elephant. Well, it's not a hotel. It's not a hotel. It's, it's just, just like an a, elephant. Right. It. I think it used to be a hotel, and now it's a monument. This huge. Okay. Uh, three-story elephant I mean, uh, in Margate, New Jersey. Not a real elephant, obviously, just in case anybody's concerned. It's like a man-made structure. And I guess Trav has always wanted to stay in it. Well, you can... I mean, okay. You can go in it, I think. Like, they have it open for tours, but you can't stay in it anymore, except Airbnb is doing a thing where they're opening it for three nights only. And it's first come, first serve. So today, as we're recording this, at noon, they're opening it up. So I'm hoping that I am going to be able to get in there quick enough and get us a night in Lucy the Elephant. It's only 138 bucks to sleep in the belly of an elephant. Yeah. Who would not want to do that? Heather's not obviously excited as I am about Lucy the Elephant, but I know that she's excited. She's as excited as I am about today's episode and the upcoming three episodes because she actually said i'm gonna kick your bleep (laughs) because we are back doing our throwdown showdown and if you missed uh, we'll call it season one back in october 2018 we did throwdown showdown our debate show portland versus vancouver british columbia we did thailand versus bali and then we did eastern versus western europe and you all loved it so much and gave us such amazing feedback when we asked what are other Throwdown Showdown episodes you want us to do? Uh, we took your suggestions, and we are going to rock and do three more over the next three weeks, including this episode. Hath this one. Austin versus Nashville. Next one we're doing is Scotland versus Ireland, and then we're culminating with what we think will be the most contentious one, and that is Croatia versus Slovenia. I wonder which one you're going to pick. So today, like we mentioned... Nashville versus Austin. We, when we do these, we try to do very minimal research. So we, we pick areas that we've been to before, obviously. And um, we don't want to do a ton of research because we want it just to, we want to take it as it comes here and really just have it be like if you were sitting around and you got into a debate about which you thought was better and you just started picking off reasons of why you thought one was better than the other. So we're starting with Nashville versus Austin today, Heth. Right. And we are holding ourselves to only 30 minutes, right? right? We're holding ourselves to 30 minutes. So these will be quicker, quippier hopefully the gloves will come off right off the bat. We'll get right into it. And claws are coming out. The claws are coming out. And then, of course, let us know what's always been fun with these, not only recording them, but your feedback. So on social media, on Instagram, at Extra Pack of Peanuts, let us know, A, which you would choose, and then B, of course, most importantly, who you think is the winner of the Austin versus Nashville throwdown showdown. So, Heth... You go for it. You get to choose which side you're picking. And we did talk about this ahead of time. We both felt confident, you know, in our choices, but where are you going? Who you who are you picking and what are you leading off with as as the reason it's better? I'm picking Austin. And that is only because I feel you were just in Nashville and so it was fresh in your mind and I I love both places, but I'm going to go Austin and I'm going to start off with my my winning what I think my winning argument. Okay. I'm going big first. Go big first. Okay. I'm going big first too, All so right. be ready. One word. 
tacos. Two words, Torchy's tacos. I mean, Austin has the best tacos of any city I have ever been to in my life. Um, well, I mean, I guess some cities in Mexico, but I don't even know. Like, I think Austin has it beat, especially for like the Americanized like Torchy's tacos is is pretty funky stuff. And so it's not really street tacos. Although Austin also has street tacos, which is Trav's favorite taco place, Tacos Guerrera. But they just have a plentiful, plentiful taco joints. We've got taco trucks. We've got brick and mortar places. We've got like great happy hours at fancier Mexican restaurants. I just so good. So good. It is very hard for me. Obviously, I knew this would be one of your main points. It's very hard for me to fight against the taco option because we did a self-guided taco tour where we ate at ta- 10 taco places and, and they ranged from absolutely mouth-watering watering fantastic to like just okay in Austin, but pretty good anywhere else. The way I'm going to even switch my arguments up around here, the way that I'm going to go against tacos a little bit is that Nashville also has some decent tacos. Decent tacos, decent tacos. being the key word sure, here. Sure, sure. So they can't compete on their taco game, although Moss Taco in East Nashville, pretty good. And as we are recording this, the tornado just went through Nashville. So thoughts and prayers to everyone, especially people in East Nashville or the areas of East Nashville and Germantown that got uh, pretty beat up. It is quite a shame. But Moss Taco in East Nashville, very good tacos. So they have decent tacos, not as good as Austin, Mm -hmm. but they've got hot chicken. Oh, I actually forgot about hot chicken. I don't think has natural hot chicken. Mm. So you say not as good as tacos, but our own thing here in Nashville that, you know, is getting so big that just like the Philly cheesesteak, it's now called, you know, Nashville hot chicken, where it originated. Fair point. Ooh, that's uh, a good argument. When we're talking about hot chicken, you talk about Prince's. Um, which is the the OG, the original but that spot. Doesn't, didn't that burn down? The, the, the original spot of Prince's burnt down, but you can still get Prince's. Like there is another outpost open. Um, if you go, do yourself a favor. Do not get hot or especially no. do not get extra hot. It's like, so spicy. It's crazy. But then the one that a lot of people know and that's you know newer but has gotten a ton of acclaim and I was actually here the last time I was in Nashville, so a couple of weeks ago, Hattie B's. So good. And they've got a bunch of outposts. You know, nine bucks, you get a huge chicken sandwich. And I had forgotten how good it was until I had it right before my plane ride. I was a little worried, actually. Hot chicken, man. I mean, obviously, there's other outposts. Party Fowl is another place. Um, You know, you can get Nashville hot chicken in a lot of places. But the fact that they have a signature dish, hot chicken, that is, you know, where it's from. Like, Austin didn't invent tacos, Seth. They've got good ones, (laughs) but they didn't invent them. So... I'm leading off with hot chicken. All right. Well, I'm going to come at you again with food by saying that Austin has some of the best barbecue in the U.S. I mean, people line up for hours to get La Barbecue. Also, isn't there a Franklin Barbecue that we went to, which was amazing? I mean, gosh, the food scene in general in Austin is just so incredible. They have... Really good, really good barbecue. And I'm going to just continue on talking about food as my next argument. They also have really cool, fancy, trendy, interesting places like the Laundrette, which is a very cool restaurant that's 
built in an old laundromat and the decor is fun and it's funky and it's fresh and the Eberly, which we had a happy hour at, is so beautiful. They just, because Austin is growing so quickly and so many creative people are coming there, they just have really cool style aesthetic and things are hip and fun. I would, good and delicious. I would say Nashville is the same in that regard. You're right. And I think to that's one point. of the fun parts of putting these these two cities together is we're talking about gr- rapidly expanding cities that are when whenever you look at any of, you know, lists of the hottest cities in the US, these are right at the top. Sure. Right. Austin has been the fastest growing city in the US for for years now. Nashville's like nipping at its heels. So you have lots of younger, creative, hip places. Um, you know, I'll, a few that I was at at Nashville. Husk is an amazing place. Uh, they've got some outposts all around the, the southwest there, or southeast, excuse me. But Husk is amazing. Yeah, you, you've got these fun, funky places that are made for not just the scene, but also the amazing, the amazing food as well. So, um, yeah, you pick and choose. I'm not, I mean, barbecue's fine. That's not going to sway me. Okay. I'd rather hot chicken. All right. Um, but barbecue's fine. One of the things that I think you can't hold a candle to, even though people like to claim that oh, Austin has amazing going. live music. Yeah, they do. It's okay. It's Come not okay. On. We've Come been to on. some really fun places in Austin for live music, coffee shops that have live music, and outdoor, outdoor bars that have live music. Listen, you're not convincing <laughs> me when it comes to Austin's live music is is very is good. Let's say is good. Nashville is great. Okay. I mean, there's no better place in the United States for live music than Nashville. You know, even obviously country music, huge, right? Sure. But the cool part about Nashville, I would say in the last 10 years, is the fact that you still have the amazing country music vibe. You have all the ama- like the Grand Old Opry and the Ryman and all the you know, all the cool stuff that comes with country music in Nashville, but it spread its wings so much to include all different types of genres of music. Um, you know, if you're talking singer songwriters, which is, which is my favorite, you know, I like country, um, but I really love folky singer songwriters. You can't beat the bluebird cafe. You know, it was featured in, in, you know, a super popular TV show called Nashville bluebird cafe probably my favorite live music experience of all time. Wow. Uh, listening room, awesome place right there in Sobro. And then you have the honky tonks, which at any night, any oh, time. We'll be inundated with, you know, tourists and bachelor and sure, bachelorette sure, parties. But it's what, yeah, but you go for a little bit of that experience. And then if you want to go to the real honky tonk, Robert's Western World right there on Broadway, you know, you could go to the other ones too. And like Heather mentioned, be inundated with tourists and bachelorette mm-hmm, parties. Mm-hmm. But if you go on a weekday, not so bad. If you go during the day, they've got music and Robert's Western World. I mean, does Austin have a place that sells cowboy boots by day and turns into a honky tonk at night with a $5 bologna sandwich, moon pie, Pap's Blue Ribbon, and bag of potato chips? All that for $5. What a steal. What a steal. Comes with a stomachache. However, yes, I will concede slightly that Austin probably has... I guess a better, but for sure a bigger music scene. I mean, it Nashville, is, you mean? Yeah, sorry, Nashville. I will concede that Nashville has that. However, Austin does have a pretty 
good music scene. And it also has one of the biggest music festivals in the United States, South by Southwest. So if you like music, a lot of people are going to Austin just for that festival. I mean, I know Nashville has festivals too, and I guess Bonnaroo, but that's not actually, is that in Nashville? No, it's it's like outside. But, yeah. yeah. And so South by Southwest in Nashville. has taken on a life of its own yes. being not, I mean, now I don't even know if people think of it as a music thing. It's more of a like a whole. Tech, uh, yeah, I mean, we've never actually been a whole animal in and, and of itself. And to be fair, I don't even know if I'd want to go because it's pretty wild at this point and takes over Austin. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I I'm going with the big guns, and if we're talking why Nashville's better, we have to give the live music, you know, in my mind, the edge to Nashville just sure. because. Sure. It's Nashville. It's Nashville. It's Nashville. It's been a music city for a long, long, long time. However, what's the temperature in Nashville? You know, in the dead of winter, because I don't think it's as warm as Austin. Boom! Austin wins on the weather, for sure. I guess unless you're there June through September, because hey. then you're just so hot that you have to leave Austin. Oh, but you're so hot. However, there are amazing, amazing places to cool down, including... Lady Bird Lake, the Colorado River, Zilker Park. I mean, they actually have a natural swimming pool there. What is it called? Bar Barton Springs? You know, it's like a huge natural pool. Like, that's so cool. We've actually never been to it, but it looks amazing. So even if it's really hot, basically, there's so many swimming pools. There are natural places to cool down. You can... Have a, there's so much um, outdoor activities in Austin because it's a year-round city, which I don't know. I think that's going to just take the cake. Well, okay. You're talking that you can go swimming and all that is great. But when you're in Nashville, I mean, year-round city for being outside, sure, I would go with that. Nashville, mild, but... You know, to make your argument for you a little bit, I was there when it was snowing uh, in Nashville. That being said, the stuff that you can do in Nashville year round revolves around, you know, being indoors. And one of the coolest things about Nashville, and we're hitting the music side a little bit again, is that they have inc some incredible indoor events or places to go. For me, the coolest thing that we've done indoors there, other than listen to live music, is a Country Music Hall of Fame. And... There may be people out there saying, whatever, I don't like country music. As Heather would say, like, you know, not a country yeah, music fan. We went to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Incredible museum. One of the better museums I've been to. Uh, full of amazing stuff. You could spend hours and hours in there. or You could kind of rush through in like an hour and a half, two hours. But way more than simply just country music i mean it's it, like a history of american music i mean not rock and roll but you know the singer songwriter types you've got exhibits on um johnny cash you've got had a big bob dylan one which i think was unique to when we were there maybe. but not sure if it's a permanent exhibit or they not they even had i think like some of elvis presley's gear they had in the there. cars in there yeah, like elvis's old cars i mean way more than just what you would think of you know straight country music yeah it was it was very cool so yes i guess you know if you're there and you want to be inside you can go to a museum or you could be in austin you could be kayaking on the lake or walking in one of the most amazing parks like zilker park is huge and gorgeous and there's tons of walking trails and biking trails and that being said i mean 
is Nashville really a bikeable city? You don't see so many bikes there, but do you see a lot of bikes in Austin? Oh, yes, you do. So bikeable, so walkable. The thing with with Nashville that isn't my favorite is that you. I feel like you have to get in your car to get to some of the neighborhoods. It's, it's, I mean, it depends where you're staying. I Yes, I would say that they're a little spread out. I would make that argument about Austin a bit too. I mean, sure. if you're way deep in East Austin and you're trying to go all the way over to, like you said, Zilker Park or something. Well, like, that's a bit far. That's, However, that's far. they have the scooters there and they have bikes all over the city and they have bike paths. So it's just a bike friendly city. And because the weather is pretty nice most of the year, you can bike all year. Yeah, listen, you like being outside? That's fine. If I'm going to Nashville too, one of the things that I think takes a cake for Nashville versus Austin is this idea that you have your professional sports teams right downtown. Mm. And that's one of the things with Philly that, you know, all the stadiums are grouped together down down south. It's in Philly and you could you know, you can easily get to it, but you don't have it right in the middle of town. And so one of the things I've always loved about Nashville and especially as Nashville has grown is you have this epicenter, right, of Broadway and the Honky Tonks and you have the convention center there and then you've got the Predators Stadium literally like next to the Honky Tonks. You can walk, mm -hmm. you can party at the Honky Tonks, you can go to mm -hmm. all the bars, you can go to the Preds game um, right across the river. Again, walkable to it. You can go to a Titans game. So the fact that you have it all, you're right that if you get outside of some of those neighborhoods, you know, you're going to have to maybe take a car over to Music Row and and that kind of stuff. Or if you're going to go down to 12 South, okay, you know, that's going to be a long walk and things like that. If you, you know, you probably wouldn't walk it, although I have, you know, it's, it's a while. But when you are downtown, you're downtown and there's so much to do. And when you're in Austin and you're downtown, it's like, womp, womp. The downtown of Austin is dead. You know, all the cool stuff to do in Austin that we like is either on South Congress or is over in East Austin. Um, so if you're sitting downtown, like, yeah, there's big buildings and there's like restaurants, but they're all gearing up for like all the tech bros and all the like the corporate suits. And so for me, I'm like, eh, downtown Austin, like all the fun stuff is outside of downtown. Whereas in Nashville, you're downtown, you're walking everything, you're in the heart of it including professional sports teams right there on your doorstep. Professional sports team. Well, here's an argument that one could make. What about college football? I mean, University of Texas right there in Austin. You've got the football. It's huge. I mean, we were down there when there was a game on a Sunday or um, Saturday. Saturday, sorry, rather. And um, people were just out in their gear, you know, drinking, having fun, walking around. Like Just the vibe was buzzing. So I think, you know, if you like sports and if you happen to like football, you can still get that in Austin. You know, you don't have a professional team there. But again, you could be there in December wearing shorts. I mean, it's not football season Hook em horns but <laughs> no i mean it's the end of football season yeah. at that point yeah sure. you'd be able to catch a game in december depending yeah. on how good ut is and things like that hey man i i'm just saying downtown to me All right. in nashville that core you know i stayed last time we were there in sobro south of broadway 
another win for Nashville. We have friends who own a firehouse there. Okay, come on. That's pretty <laughs> sweet. Tim and Natasha, EPOP listeners, own a firehouse that they're turning into boutique hotel. So I got to stay and I could walk from the firehouse, which is in a quiet little area. Um, although Bob Dylan just opened like his, he's opened a music venue and like a little whiskey distillery there. Uh, and I could walk cool. and be downtown in seven minutes. So yeah, I don't think you're getting that same vibe downtown in Austin. I, I love East Austin. I love South Congress, you know, as you talked about, like the Zilker Park area. But when we stayed downtown, it was just well, like, we it felt like a real city, like, you know, with the cityscape and especially all the buildings they're building. But then, like, it was just kind of dead as well. You know, like it had it, it didn't feel like it had much of a soul. It was a little odd being dead downtown. Well, that was also when we stayed downtown. We were there for a couple of weeks and that was like four or five years ago. So it has come a long way since then, especially with all of the tech coming there. And one of my points that I think is pretty cool is if you are an entrepreneur, there are so many cool people doing awesome things in Austin. It's kind of an entrepreneur hotspot. So I feel like the vibe there is just very creative. It's exciting. I mean, Nashville's exciting too, but I don't think it has quite as many of that that vibe of like that fresh energy for business and creative entrepreneurship. So I think that for Austin is very cool and is very enticing, especially because we're entrepreneurs. I mean, it's also making the city grow so rapidly, like that the neighborhoods are expanding. So the city's just getting bigger and cooler. Now, of course, that comes with some downsides as well, like property's more expensive now. And, you know, there's an influx of people that maybe people who've been living in Nashville longer. Austin. Or, sorry, Austin. I keep doing that. Who've lived in Austin longer, you know, maybe they're not so into all this influx of people. I mean, I forget what the statistic is, but how many people are moving there like every day or every month? It's in the hundreds. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Austin, yeah, is blowing up. I would say that you're right in there is a very awesome entrepreneurial vibe, but I also feel that to me, being a solopreneur, like with a small team, that a lot of that entrepreneurial vibe is geared towards like bigger tech companies and I just don't want to be around those tech bros. I, I, tech bros. I, I just don't, like, do I want to go out to a happy hour and be surrounded by like 15 to 30 tech bros who are talking about like, oh, I'm going to get CDA funding, blah, blah, like all these words. We're just like, whatever, who cares? So I feel there's a bit of that, uh, like th there's a bit of that feeling of the haves and have nots. And these people are just coming in and, and yeah, again, entrepreneurially, I like there are there are solopreneurs and small business entrepreneurs like us moving there. But I do feel like it's a bit muted by the fact that big companies are also moving there or companies that want to be big companies. And so you've got that. Yeah, you're starting to get that like I'm too cool for school vibe from some of those companies. Just my thoughts. Again, you know, I there are awesome people in Austin. There are awesome people in Nashville. I don't need to be around tech bros at happy hour every day of the week. Let's put it yeah. that way. How many happy hours are you hitting up these days with the two kids? Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. When <laughs> I, I guess go, when you do go, you don't want to be surrounded by tech bros, as Trev calls them. So another thing that I love about Austin, 
And I, I mean, Nashville has this as well, but I think Austin has them beat because it's a bigger city. The coffee shops. Austin has a lot of very good coffee shops, very cool spaces where you can work, where you can just hang out. Actually, one place in Austin doesn't even allow you to work. They don't have Wi-Fi there because they just want people to come and hang out and enjoy their space and their coffee or whatever beverage they're choosing to drink. So I just think that's really, that's my scene because I love coffee so much. I like trying new places. Yeah, coffee in Austin. My scene of ice cream, I would definitely say Nashville takes a cake. Now it's a, it's a Columbus, Ohio, shout out, transplant, Jenny's sure, ice cream. sure. But Nashville's got a Jenny's ice cream. Austin right now, eh, I've tried a lot of the ice cream in Austin that's been recommended. It's okay. For a city that, as Heather mentioned, warm weather all year round, crazy hot in the summer, someone's got to get into Austin and open up a legit amazing ice cream place. Because what are you doing? That's a market opportunity right there. It's true. I mean, we went to a few places in Austin for ice cream. And it it was, you know. It ain't no Jenny's. It's no Jenny's. It's no salt and straw. It definitely ain't no salt and straw. But, you know, I'll take my coffee. Also, you can get coffee and tacos in some places. Veracruz tacos even at Radio Coffee and Bar. Yeah. Tacos and coffee right there together (laughs) at the same time. That's your... Dream team. All right. So you're, you're... I think you've made some really good points for Austin. I think I've made better points for Nashville. Well, of course you do. Uh, of course. I'm just trying to get people on my side. Mm-hmm. Have any closing arguments or do you hit kind of the things that you were scoping out there? Well, one other thing that I wanted to say is that Austin has some very kitschy shopping. So on South Congress in the SoCo neighborhood, they have some really fun shops. Now, I know that Nashville also has this like on 12 South, but I feel like it's a little higher end shopping. Like I've been into some of the shops there and they're very nice, but they're very expensive. So this part of Austin, it's pretty cool because they have, you know, like very unique shops, some funky places. They also have some cute boutiques where you can find some cool souvenirs or home goods or clothes or what have you. And it's just fun to stroll along South Congress. And it's also a much bigger area, whereas Nashville's 12 South, it's like, I don't know, a block or two. South Congress is big. It's, it's funny. So you're you're actually preferring kitschy too high end, which what have you done with Heather? (laughs) What is going on here? I mean, I like to browse on 12 South, but I can't afford some of the stuff on 12 South. Like I went into a boutique once because there was this beautiful blouse and I was like, oh my gosh, I would love to buy this. It was $350. Okay. I might like nice things, but you would kill me if I bought a $350 blouse. I would not be happy. (laughs) So I'm not saying, I mean, I do enjoy that, but I also, it's very small. It's a small area on 12 South. So I'm just saying that South Congress is fun to stroll up and down. They've got a Torchy's taco there. So you, you know, you have a break for lunch. You get some delicious food. Then you walk around in and out of the shops. It's nice. It's nice. I like it. I think ultimately what it comes down to for me as well is that I would rather be around Southern hospitality than Texas hospitality. I'm not saying there's just like Texans are their own breed and, and there's a lot that I like about Texans. But one of the neat things that I've always enjoyed 
about being in Nashville, and this is usually us coming from, you know, from Philadelphia, is that I have enjoyed the warmness of people. I've enjoyed the hospitality, and I've also enjoyed the kind of the pace, right? Like, uh, you know, it slows down a bit when we're in Nashville versus, you know, the East Coast. Um, so for me, if I was looking at the vibe, even outside of the cities, I think I'd rather be, I think I'd rather be in Nashville and that area than Austin and that area. That's just saying for me personally living. Um, but hey, maybe you like that. Maybe you like that Texas attitude, babe. I mean, I like that Austin attitude. I don't Which, know about Texas as a whole, but I feel like people are pretty nice there. I mean, Austin is a big city, so I don't think that you get that vibe as much as you do in Nashville of just like people being super friendly and hospitable. Austin is not anywhere like the East Coast, but it's still like you said, with all like the tech and the the fast paced growing city, I feel like people are nice, but they're not going out of their way necessarily to be hospitable. Whereas in Nashville, I mean, it's the South, so it's the South, baby. It's It's different. Yeah. And on that note, as we close up here, I do think as well with Nashville, the bachelorette party scene, which is obviously booming in Nashville and bachelor parties. I was there for a bachelor party too. Uh, it can be a little much at times, but the ultimately it's fun because everyone there is having fun. I feel like Nashville is a fun city. Same as like when you go to Vegas or, or you go to these places that are seen as just being fun. You go and you're like, I can't not have a good time here because everyone else is here if they're coming through as a tourist to have fun. So um, there you have it. Speaking of Vegas, my sister, Julie, who lived in Nashville for a few years, she follows this account on Instagram called Overheard in Nashville. Somebody said, after one night here, I've decided that Nashville is the love child of New Orleans and Vegas if they had a one night stand in the middle of a field. (laughs) Who are these people? Overheard Nashville. Overheard in Nashville. So funny. Um, So there you have it. Our arguments for Nashville and Austin. This is our first of our Throwdown Showdown series. I feel like the gloves, eh, they like came off a little bit. Yeah, we're warming up. We're, we're warming up warming with this up one. Here. Let us know who, you, A, which city, if you've been to both, or if you haven't been to either, which one you'd rather go to, between Nashville and Austin. As we said, both of them, great cities, growing rapidly, lots of fun things. Very similar. Obviously, they're in different parts of the country geographically, but they are very similar in a lot of the ways that things are happening. And that's because a lot of younger people are moving in there and doing things that that we like. Coffee shops, breweries, fun happy hours, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they're usually at the top of the list for people as cities to visit in America and also as growing cities. So both really cool places. Let us know, though, on Instagram. Who won? Who made the better points? Are you going towards Heather and her tacos warm and her weather. coffee shops and warm weather? Are you outdoor activities, kayaking, biking, yeah, swimming, swimming? Or are you coming to Nashville? You come on my side. You say, "Listen, the live music has me going. Just live music, hot chicken, you know, professional sports right downtown. Kind of a more centralized area that you can get around." Um, yeah. Which do you like? Who won the argument? Let us know. Uh, that's the reason we're doing Throwdown Showdowns is is for you guys and the feedback. So let us know on Instagram at Extra Pack of Peanuts. Don't forget, 
We'll link everything up in the show notes too. You can get an extra pack of peanuts.com slash shows. You can go get the show notes for this. And we've got a few more throwdown showdowns coming up. And if you like this format, we're keeping them short. We said 30 minutes. We're right about there. Uh, we also did another series, uh, throwdown showdown season, October 2018. So you can find that. It was Portland versus Vancouver, BC, Thailand versus Bali. Eastern versus Western Europe. That was super fun to do. So you can go find those episodes as well and listen to more throwdown showdowns. Lastly, if you guys like the show, do us a favor, rate it on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever we call it now, um, or however you're listening. Really, really helps other people find it. Uh, you guys heard our call when we asked you to rate it and leave a review back uh, in the beginning of February. That was super helpful. A lot of people left them. So yeah, do us a favor and uh, leave us a review or rating. We really appreciate it. And uh, we want to say thank you again for the support. As always, that makes us the number one rated travel podcast. Until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you now.